0: Hello and welcome to Extra Voices, the Extra Life podcast focusing on the efforts of extra lifers around the nation and the staff at the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals that do the work to change kids' health. And today is an interview that I have been extremely excited about. Those of you that know me know I am an avid final fantasy 14 player as much as i can be with my work schedule and today i am thrilled to have on frosty of mog talk uh, it's a podcast and twitch show that runs weekly he also has now a daily full-time stream but he is here because of the charity work that he has done with some different final fantasy events which we'll dig into uh but first frosty welcome to and thank you so much for joining the pod yeah of course. I'm happy to be here yeah so um I had first you know stumbled across your podcast before uh you know, I knew you had interviewed limit break radio, that was kind of like my intro to Final Fantasy Podcast and then heard your name thrown out there too, and I knew you did that weekly show, but one of the things that you're more well known for the community is the world first race. Which uh, can you kind of explain you know, because I know not a whole lot of people are MMO players or within Final Fantasy, so kind of talk about what is that scene, and why did you decide to like try to wrap some events around uh, a world first race
1: well it it's it's a very long story, but I'm gonna try to condense it as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you got plenty of time <laughs> okay. uh the world race for those uh you know that aren't too familiar with mMO world races basically mMOs have content that comes out on a regular basis, and then they release stuff that groups can go fight and monsters and bosses and everything uh and teams of people, friends and hopefully at least uh will all go and try to kill it before anyone else in the world does. Uh, they want to be the first people to be able to clear that new content and say that they were able to figure out the puzzle first. They were able to figure out all the mechanics and execute to beat that new content first. And so uh, Final Fantasy fourteen over since it's uh re-released the a realm Re- realm reborn there has been some level of scene with that happening and people would post stuff on twitter and everything else and that you know that went on for ex- you know expansion or two almost before i stepped in i was like hey you know no one's really tracking any of this stuff people are just kind of throwing stuff on twitter uh it's like well <laughs> uh let me put a google spreadsheet up <laughs> and just start you know listing them out and you know every time someone tweets or anyone does anything start organizing information then it became like a leaderboard that everybody would check uh and after the first time i was kind of my arm was twisted to constantly do it (laughs) every single time
0: so instead of of it's all started with a crystal or so the legends say it all started with a spreadsheet yeah so the legends say that should be your new intro like uh if you ever (laughs) for for future content have have that like a little cutscene at the beginning uh yeah. But, but yeah the and and this is a scene like personally I I don't get involved mm. in because the the time commitment is insane. Oh. Not just for the people that, you know, do the prog and do the race, because you know, they take time off their if they have day jobs and they're not full-time content creators, this is their vacation. Like this is what they spend their vacation doing. To spend mm-hmm. these massive amounts of prep time and my mind's always blown one just watching them do like this ultimate tier content that i'm not going to mm-hmm. touch with the 10-foot pole <laughs> but watching them just go you know time after time again mm-hmm. and in this last race that that happened so so the race mm-hmm. was uh, the uh the omega protocol was the last ultimate and um this one i mean what what You know how do you plan this? Because a lot of the time you're you're trying to do this entire stream, Mm -hmm. and really it's just people wiping left and right, left and right, left and right. So how do you like take that? Because it it went from a spreadsheet to let's make this an entire casting event. Let's make it a show. How Mm -hmm. in the world do you start like coming up with a content creation plan around something like that?
1: You know, at first I had absolutely no clue at all. Uh, I can let you know for sure. Uh we had uh you know, another esports company come to us at some point, very interested in what we were doing with just tracking the race and they're like, Hey, let's make it an event. And I never did it because I was like, That looks impossible. I don't <laughs> have the funds, I don't have the anything to do it. And so uh they came to us and then uh you know, we started to do everything. Uh and it, it didn't go It went fine, but didn't go as well on my end as I expected. I thought I was going to go up there and just commentate and do my casting and everything else. But then they're like, hey, can you do all the background organization of it? Can you like piece it all together? Can you tell us when when teams cleared? Just like the whole nine yards. So I went through the entire motions basically on fire, forced to do most of it outside of just hosting the (laughs) the stream itself and putting the art assets. I didn't have to do that stuff, uh, but I had to – all the – management side of it there's a lot that i had to throw uh in for that i wasn't expecting to do and then after that i was like man that sucked uh but i i had an idea of how that functioned so uh, i used that information and some you know other stuff we we didn't like work together on the next one but the next one came out and everyone was like man i want to do this again have seen that event was really cool can we do it and so uh i just said this is what makes sense to me we need casters we need some art stuff on the screen we need the time stuff discord works for voice i guess you know and i just started piecing things together that would make sense and put a document with a schedule because i my my job before all this i've been in management positions for a while and so i've had to do some level of planning before uh and then i just contacted everyone i was like you know we don't have money to do this. You know, this is like an independent thing where we're all just kind of volunteering our time. We should probably do this for a good cause too, charity. And then lo and behold, we started bringing a charity in. And then it was, uh, I can't remember if that was the first one. <laughs> I can't remember, uh, exactly when we brought extra life. Now that I'm sorry to think about it. Uh, cause we had you guys in at least two events. The most recent one, one other one, then the Butterfinger event, of course. uh, but uh yeah we started that up and then it just worked you know uh we we all the back end the technical stuff we had someone who was like yeah I kind of know how to do this stuff and it we pieced it together with duct tape and glue and we found little issues here little issues there but nothing that completely broke the entire event and I think everyone gave us some credit knowing it was a grassroots community event. That wasn't like a very big professional organization uh, doing this, uh, but they all enjoyed it. And so from then it was like, well, I guess we got to do it again. <laughs> and so we just <laughs> kept doing it every single time uh, a new tier came out. Uh, and it, it was it was crazy to see how it evolved. And every we would just there's a learning experience. Every event, we find a little, a few things that here and there. This most recent event was probably the most solid one we had because of all the previous events that we had uh, and how we made those happen. And then the next event, hopefully, even more solid. Uh, so that's it. I mean, that's how I've operated, honestly, on like all content I've created. My podcast, Mog Talk. No clue what I'm doing, but I put some things together. It sounds like it makes sense compared to what I would see in a comparable product. Okay, this is how I do it and it's working. Let's just keep moving forward and uh, you know, it, it succeeded on its own. So, yeah, that's that's something I hope that the people that listen to this cuz one of my
0: hopes and passions is try just to get more people involved because there is that scary barrier of oh man like look at all this cool stuff that people do how i don't think i could do that well no you're not going to the first time like at all Uh, i i I, honest to god had a a stream i was just doing fall guys i had my kids with me and i started the stream muted i muted myself somehow in the Mm -hmm. middle of the stream i'm still not sure how i did it i mean things will keep happening but there's there's nothing wrong with you know you know failing and not being afraid because mm-hmm. um you know you, you're talking about you know going to charity and trying to do these little things here and there and I know what the total is for the the extra life that you just oh, ran. Yeah. I don't know if you have it off the top of your head but yeah. you know he just said that he had no idea what he was doing he just tried to throw it together and started with a spreadsheet how much did
1: you raise during the Ultimate Omega Protocol? I don't know the exact dollar, but fifty-six thousand is exactly like in that range. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, Price yeah. is
0: Right—you're winning right there. Fifty-six thousand <laughs> yeah. four hundred and four. If I remember right, the goal like started at. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I think it was like uh, 10,000, or no, it was 20,000. Yeah. That's where you started. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, let's keep going. Let's just keep doing it. And and that 20,000, yeah. it was a week-long event was the plan. And mm-hmm. then that got hit like midway. It was clear it was going to be hit. And it was just mm-hmm. one of those things where I could see like in, in day one, I'm like, this is going to crush it. Like the community has mm-hmm. caught fire to this. Like for all the, the personalities and the casters, everything was just it felt so on point, but mm-hmm. that magic like that that sometimes y- you got to wait until it all kind of mm-hmm. comes together. So, folks, yeah. don't be afraid to go in and
1: fail. Like, it, you will be fine. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, like, I always it's, it's hard for me to get like a high estimate on there because the world race especially are very unpredictable events mm-hmm. uh, where we have no clue if the players are going to be able to clear it in like two days. Or 10 days. <laughs> or, or in um, this case, nobody cleared it within the week that y'all had planned the
0: entire like production of
1: <laughs> Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, well, could we really raise this amount within this if they cleared it really quick? So I don't want to set the goal high because I feel like you, you set the goal way too high at first uh, and it's, it's not going to be achievable within like the 10 hours or so it takes someone to clear. It. But if you set it to like a reasonable amount, uh, and then you're like, okay, well, this is really great. Well, here's the next amount that would be really cool to hit. For example, you know, we started with that amount, I was like, this would be a pretty solid amount for that time Just a base. Here we go, we've made our goal. Uh, if we go even further, we this would be the highest that we've ever done. If we go even further, <laughs> you know that would be our next goalpost, and we just kept making those goalposts. And honestly, we went past the amount that we raised, and uh, because our hosts were so good at uh just doing a good job convincing the community that this was for a really good cause and worth doing, uh, and keeping up the energy and everything else, I mean, they went. Again, my our final goal was (laughs) forty. Forty. It just kept going.
0: Yeah, because everybody, uh, all of a sudden, a hype train started on Twitch, and then just and this part I missed. I wish I had been there for it, but all of a sudden, like it was just the most massive hype train, and it was like over sixteen thousand dollars in like bits Mm -hmm. and subs. Just, I mean, an awesome, awesome work done by the Final Fantasy community. Just going all on board but yeah like the hosts uh I, and i think that was key and that's something i forget to do all the time when i stream because i'm so focused on the game and you know i i don't have that caster mentality that i probably should have said hey like let me take a break in this three hour stream and like every half hour or hour i should say what the heck we're actually doing this for besides just having you know these mm-hmm. uh these graphics and everything on the screen they did a great job with that. Uh, but also, like uh, you know, harping on incentives, both planned and then planned on the spot as well. There was a lot of that yeah. Uh, yeah. going too. Uh, but let's talk about the the plan thing because I thought one of the things that was so cool about this event in particular is, yeah, you had you know some sponsor stuff, especially for mm-hmm. you know the people providing the content, the world, the streamers that cleared would get a prize pack. Uh, but you also went and talked to other people throughout the community for incentives and giveaways. So kind of talk about how that came about, because I think this sure. is like a very cool organic thing that you were able to find.
1: So when I do this event, you know, a lot of what I do with blog talk and this whole point, my my goal uh, with this is always to be the crossroads of the community in some way, right? Some point where this is a platform where the community can show itself off, can do something, uh, and just say, hey, this is Final Fantasy 14. This is us. Uh, and I like that feeling a lot. And so when it came down to, you know, donation incentives and everything, not all of them that I seek out. I had, uh, you know, uh, a couple of people come to me and oh, say, awesome. hey, uh, I have some stuff. Could I would love to give it to you for a donation incentive. And then there are other ones that I know, hey, th- this is what the community would really like. For example commissioned artwork of people's characters in final fantasy 14 is such a huge draw for most of the community so i look and try to find some artists uh and i'm like well let me try to give them a little bit of a spotlight here because they do really good commission art see if they have availability and actually you know uh, make some of the funds that we use for production go towards that as well and so with that you know, I was like, "Hey, we're gonna get these guys out here to do a, a custom commission because those are very low lift in comparison. I mean, for my end, because I don't have to ship anything out, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So it works out a little the, bit better.
0: The, the artist has got that,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, we have another uh, wonderful, wonderful person in the community who makes just like stuff with a three D printer and paint stuff and everything else, and so they'll make physical objects that are custom." artwork or custom something in this one it was the raid boss omega uh that you could put a smart device inside and start talking to it like it was a robot that would talk back to you and be your alexa or whatever it may be right uh and that was really cool because there's commercial like a spoof commercial that square enix put out uh, and we're like, well, the, we're not selling them, but we're just yeah, going to give them away.
0: It was an April Fool's joke, and, and yeah. like that was awesome. It's like, oh, you made a joke. Watch this. We'll we'll make it something.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so it was really cool. And basically, you know, and so I reached out to these artists because I think that all of them uh, would do a great job. We've worked with a couple of them in the past. Uh, Polygot Crafts was the one mm-hmm. uh, that we worked with in the past. Uh, and then there was... Uh, the uh, Dangerous Ladies uh, cosplay uh, came to us, uh, and then uh, Licia Everlight was the one that, that we contacted for the commission stuff. But then the music that we had on the channel was another part It was just all community remixes of music out there. And so, you know, we reached out to them because there's a very passionate community who loves the community the the, the Final Fantasy music. It's huge, uh, and so reached out to them. I was like, hey could we use some of your music to showcase it on the stream and be like break music or whatever else? And they said, yeah. And so I'm trying to take, you know, all these different elements from the creative parts of the Final Fantasy 14 community and just put it on a platform that everybody's watching for maybe a different reason, but it adds a lot of really cool, unique flavor uh, that everyone's like, this is Final Fantasy 14 community. And I, 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 that's what I like to do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> so.
0: And it was it was real cool to have that because uh and, and those that have followed me on Twitter, you see me like repost stuff by by Husky, uh by the geek, is probably one of my favorites. I mean his mm-hmm. stuff was all over the playlist. And others yeah. I didn't know, and I would like take notes and stuff like that. I love being able to have those, you know, different, cause I'm super into the music. I lost out on fan fest tickets, but I made it to the oh, symphony concert. So I'm nice. like main reason I wanted to go to fan fest was the music anyway. So I, I'm going to be happy at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, having all those things and really trying to figure out, and, and that's a, you know, a quote unquote easier for you because it's clear like the, the crossroads of the community that you're trying to build there. But I, I, you know, that's one thing I encourage people to do is to try to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out like my particular crossroads intersection as like a quote unquote content creator because I am am comfortable in the small space I'm in, but trying mm. to figure out where I can because it's it's so varied. And mm. I always love the fact that when somebody has like they find the thing that's theirs and able to capitalize it. And that's one of the things I always encourage people to do is, like, find what works for you because you'll be surprised once you find that secret sauce of all the different things that you can start bringing in that make sense. Because I've been able to say, oh, well, maybe I could do this cool incentive. Sounds cool to me and, like, two other people, but unfortunately it was just me and those two other people. And mm-hmm. so I understand that that's a struggle but it was real cool to see like if if you want to see an example of what it looks like when everything is running together like check out all the stuff that Frosty did there cuz now I'm like I'm following Polygot Crafts on like TikTok and Instagram and all that cuz I love seeing the stuff they put together mm-hmm. um you know learning about these other artists and stuff musical artists it was so cool to be able to do that um mm-hmm. but in in general you know I kind of want to you know shift gears a little bit to how like sure. y'all got involved with extra life uh because you did mention like butterfinger it was it was so wild that that happened i i, I had to like <laughs> reread it a couple times when i saw them like wait butterfinger sponsoring an extra life thing with final yeah. fantasy like this is weird but cool I'll, I'll get with it so was that your first
1: exposure to extra life itself or had you so. known about it I think so. I think it was the first exposure. I mean, I'm not an exposure overall. I knew of Extra Life. I knew it existed mm-hmm. out there, but I've never like, approached or went in that direction to uh, work with them or anything else. Again, like a lot of my stuff that I've done before was extremely part time. And the most <laughs> time I had was dedicated to creating the podcast or creating the World Race event or whatever else. And so there's a lot of stuff where I wasn't able to actually explore out there. But I, I've seen Extra Life. I, I was familiar with it as a reputable name. Right. And so when I heard Butterfinger and Extra Life are working together, it's like, yeah, this makes sense. But Butter- yeah, I'm going to be honest when Butterfinger like Twitter account messages you and you're like, this is, I- this is nothing I expected in my life ever.
0: <laughs> right? wait, 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 wait. So Butterfinger slid into your DMs about yeah. this event? Amazing. I don't know if they,
1: they, I think they might have emailed me, but I have talked to them on Twitter and their DMs multiple that times and awesome. they'll reach out to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I grew up like, you know, I'd eat a butterfinger or like I watch like, uh, the Simpsons or something and they're like, had right. the whole butterfinger. And it's like, Oh, that's just a, that's a company. That's a real company out there. Uh, and then when they reach out to you and you're just like, huh, is is this what it is to like, like be slightly successful i don't know if that's the right way to say that but like it feels really weird to have a a a company kind of reach out like that that you knew about for such a long time that is like a big company uh and uh you know even just a recent event they were going out to some uh one of a con somewhere and they're like hey we got a booth up there you're gonna be over there i'm like no that's (laughs) awesome uh but yeah no i talked to i was working with them i got on a, a I think it was a three-way cause working. Uh, And so I got on discord uh, and uh, I was speaking with uh, one of the extra life reps, uh, Haley, I believe. Right. Uh, Yeah. And I was working with her. Yeah. And I was working with uh, someone from Butterfinger. I can't remember their name. Uh, And I was like, this feels really legitimate and serious. And like, I don't even know what I would do. I appreciate it being reached out to me. And so I was like, well, they're reaching out to a lot of final fantasy 14 You know, content creators right now—they're all probably sitting there, like, okay, well, we want to raise money for charity too, but what do we, what do we do for the event? I was like. Why don't I just get all of them together and make them Chuckabo race in Final Fantasy fourteen? <laughs> so I put on this Chuckabo race for all these content creators who are kind of doing this thing and I got to meet like a really a lot of really cool people doing that too. It was such a silly event. It was basically just me uh running around messing up everybody the entire time. <laughs> uh seeing who could survive me and win in the very end. Uh and so that that was my first experience, and it was just such a great experience talking uh, to you know the everyone from Extra Life. Everyone se- seemed very like like professional, friendly, and everything else. And I was like, this is this feels good, this feels right. And so when we we're spinning up the world race uh, portion of this, I was like, Extra Life was pretty easy to work with. I like the cause. Everything seemed to make perfect sense here. So let's just make sure we include them on this because this is like a big event. This is something that, uh, you know, we're trying to put together to make successful. And I, I, one of the things that I could be sure about is that working with Extra Life would go well. Uh, I wouldn't have a lot of issues with it. And so that's that's why I reach out to Extra Life. <laughs> that's awesome. That I, yeah.
0: And I, I hope you keep doing it year after year after year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, a, a lot of us that do it have causes that are near and dear to our heart. But I don't care how people get in because it is mm-hmm. such an awesome cause and it goes to... Uh, Because yours, I mean, it's not a local hospital. It's the entire uh, Miracle Network fund, uh, which is awesome. So it's going to go somewhere where it's needed. And uh, we've talked about it before. In fact, on the last podcast, I with somebody that is both an extra lifer and now works as the extra life rep at their hospital. It's like, yeah, the whole reason is like, uh, you know, funds that are, you know, n- not tagged is so it goes to the greatest area of need at the time, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Uh, but it's so cool. And I remember, I don't even know if you remember, i uh, when I was reached out to you for this, I saw like a DM history. I had reached out to you about the chocobo race and I forgot why I couldn't make it. But I could not oh. make the stream. I'm like, damn, that would have been so awesome to do. So I completely forgot about it So you brought it up again. Yeah, <laughs> I was this close to being a part of that chocobo race. I was like, yeah. it, that was one of those things. Sure, I kind of like content create. I would love to be in a chocobo race. It sounds great. And mm-hmm. I, I forgot why it didn't work out because time blends and and all of that.
1: But I barely uh, remember those years <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Yeah, my life is completely flipped with a child, so like right, everything yeah. is like past history and nothing else. I can re- I can't remember anything else except for my daughter at this point. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there's the there's there's the two ages. There's the before you had kids and there's the after you mm-hmm. had it, and then you're constantly trying to figure out how your life is going to smooth out afterwards. So I yeah. definitely feel how that is, and that's one of the reasons I'm super comfortable being a small creator. It's like I never had the time before. I definitely don't have it now. Yeah. And if things, you know, because my kid is like, oh, let's go stream something. I'm like, oh, hold on a second. I don't know how much I want my kid around the internet right now. So right. I, I try yeah. to like do little bits and pieces and, and stuff. And, and just like every time, I'm like, God, I hope this is like not a big mistake. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> him right. to hate me for it or like some creepo is on stream or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah yeah but uh so uh it's awesome that it started you know just innocuously again started with a spreadsheet started with butterfinger reaching out mm-hmm. just so freaking cool um but one of the other things I, I i wanted to kind of you know talk about as well you know you mentioned you know family and and reaching mm-hmm. uh and how that has changed things so i know at one point you had mentioned that the last world race that you did was probably gonna be like your last major contribution and now things have changed in your life a little bit. I know mm-hmm. you're doing full-time streaming now. All so right. have we really seen the end of Frosty in the world race or or are we maybe a little bit flexible now?
1: <laughs> uh, at the time being, it looks like I'm pretty well into it at this point. Uh, you know because when that was going on, a lot of really, it was rough. It was really rough for me. Uh, you know, I had uh, the beginning of that year, I think uh, I was, I had to take a complete break from like streaming, from podcasting, from everything. Cause my daughter was going to be born in a couple of months. And then uh, a close family member of mine actually caught uh, COVID and passed away from oh, it. Man. Uh, and it was, it, 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 all the little things that kind of enrage you about all the stuff that's going out there with, you know, all the political nonsense Mm -hmm. and everything else just like pushed me to a point to where I just like, I wasn't going to be able to be a good father uh, if I was focusing on all this stuff going on and I didn't know what to expect. This is my first child. Right. And so I have had no clue what life was going to be like, but I knew I was going to do everything I could to be a good father. So I was willing to just table everything and just let it go (laughs) and be done with it uh, and move on uh and so i was like okay i gotta put a hold and i'm gonna take care of you know my family make sure it's good and during that time the dragon song reprise which was the first ultimate of this most recent expansion was Mm -hmm. a huge huge thing and i really wish i could have been a part of it but there was something way more important going on which was my daughter who was about uh a month to two months old at that time uh and we were sleeping three hours a night, you know, all of those wonderful things. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was, I was just going to let it fly. No event, the no, everything, but I had a, a, someone who's been working with me with a, a handful of events say, Hey, we're just going to do it. You know, we're going to do whatever we can. I'm like, do it. Go ahead. It's fine. You can use the channel. And uh, Liffy, who has been working with me on a lot of these events recently, uh, who's an actual professional esports commentator, uh, basically took it over, uh, had some production friends, and uh, they were able to manage it. And at that point, I was like, wow, this could happen without me. You know, There are people out there that uh, absolutely can do this stuff. And it was a strange feeling because I'm a very, uh, I don't know, I like to do everything myself. (laughs) <laughs> because know my that podcast yeah. is literally just me, right? Bringing on people as guests. I I don't have co-host or anything else, and so I'm just very used to doing everything myself. Uh, or trying to because I know I have that within my control, and it's a very difficult thing for me to get over. But that was a humbling moment to like see you know that level of success still happen without me even being there and just being kind of on the sidelines. I mean, I did some advisement, I did some you know level of stuff, but nothing that was considered more than conversation uh our discussion and so uh after that you know things kind of like got to a point where it uh in the summer where things start to get a little bit more uh in rhythm i guess and you can control it you can make sense of things things were a little bit more predictable so things were i i knew what it was like to have a baby for a bit (laughs) and so uh Things came together a little bit better. And then uh, I started getting back into doing uh, the podcast and everything else. And I was like, you know, I really would like to do uh, another world race event. And so we did do another world race event, uh, I think, over in August. And it was it was rough because uh, we did have to kind of throw some stuff together last minute and everything else. Um, but uh, it worked. And it was successful as well. Uh, and then... We, this next one, which was the ultimate, came up and was, got very serious about doing it and taking off a work a week of work and everything else. I uh, had plenty of time to plan it out, uh, and then that's the product we got, which was the longest event we've ever done, which was I think a hundred and forty-seven hour long event or something like that. I, I can't remember exactly how long the stream stayed up, but it was a very long time. It, it kept me company that entire week of work. I, I know
0: that, and uh, just so you know, like my 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 oldest, he's uh, he's seven right now, and he's starting to like learn and get into Final Fantasy. Thinks it's awesome and cool. And he was like, "Has anybody beat Omega yet? Has anybody beat it yet?" Like he was like, uh, he was he would read the the leaderboard. It's like uh, is Neverland still in the lead. Is is Kindred and yeah. who, who's winning now? I was like, wow, like he's he's getting into this. Because mm-hmm. he went and watched it. He's like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, never. I'm not, not even going <laughs> to <Yeah>. try. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, so very cool. And I'd be remiss if we didn't talk at some point in this podcast. Sure. Like you said, uh, some, you know, hopefully there'll be another world race. Yeah, well, yeah. obviously, there will be a world race coming soon because uh, there will be uh, the new Savage tier coming up. Mm. Uh, but within the changes that you've talked about, you now have gone after full-time streaming as mm-hmm. well uh if i remember right, it's like been what like a handful of weeks or so
1: yeah about, about three and a half weeks yeah. and, you know it was something i've i've never really imagined trying to do and i'm still in that 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 position of where does this make sense is this something that i can do and be financially stable and make sense out of it and everything uh and uh you know i, I probably won't have that answer for at least uh a little bit longer but it's I, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do with it, but I, I knew I liked hanging out and talking with people. So yeah, I went to a daytime streaming schedule of you know Monday through Friday, uh, just kind of hanging out there and just talking with people. And uh, fortunately, that's one thing that I feel like I've I'm somewhat successful in. It's talking. <laughs> and so uh, I, I've been doing that, and it's, it's felt pretty good. It's just a nice, relaxing hangout, do stuff in Final Fantasy. You know, again, just being a point uh, of relation. Final Fantasy is really just the point we can all relate to. The Final Fantasy 14 people who are familiar with it, it's, it's content, being in that game and everything else. The rest of it is just being around, hanging out, and talking about things that are important to us. Uh, and having that as just kind of that... That center point, um, you know, I started Mog Talk uh, when uh, after the first Fan Fest in 2014 because uh, I went to that. It was one of the first big cons I went to with my wife, and I wasn't doing any content creation or anything. Uh, but I was like, "This is literally some of the best days of my entire life <laughs> because <laughs> you're just around all these people with this similar interest of just." final fantasy 14 and everyone's just really excited and you can like talk about all this stuff and it doesn't feel weird because you know everyone is there because they love this game and having that energy uh you know you don't just have that in your normal friend groups you don't have that like wherever else you know it's this one center place where all that excitement really is and then they showed a trailer and it's like ah crazy and everyone just wants to talk about this stuff and so i was like man i want to keep doing that and so i I just made a podcast where I would bring people on and talk to them about Final Fantasy XIV, and that's how I, you know, I made that fan fest live forever because it's my podcast now. Uh, and so uh, that's kind of how I apply it to my streams now. It's just kind of a relaxed, laid back half conversations about which, you know, things that are go- relevant to talk about. Things it it could be literally almost anything. Uh, but you know, Final Fantasy XIV is where a lot of the content live but then things are happening over in the world in the gaming sphere Counter-Strike 2 wow that just came out of nowhere things like that right yeah. uh, and so we just all get excited for whatever is, is going on in the gaming world usually um, and then uh, yeah I, I'm going to see how it goes I really would like to keep doing it uh, but it does is something that you know I, I have a daughter and I, I have a wife and I have a mortgage and everything else and so Uh, I I was in a position to where uh, I have enough cushion there uh, to be able to try it out. Uh, And also, you know, just, uh, I'm trying to think, what was it? Uh, Just see how I can rearrange some of the stuff I'm already doing. I already have a platform of YouTube with a podcast. I already have a platform of Twitch doing what it's doing. I already have the world race there and all this other stuff. Just how do you make that into a situation to where it's considered a full-time job? uh, and, uh, be able to move forward and make that what I do. Uh, and so that's what I'm testing out right now. And so it's an experience and and that's almost something I would recommend to anyone that's trying to get into content creation is, uh, just be very cautious and make sure you're, you're going to be able to be happy and alive doing it. The, The idea sounds cool. I'm in a very advantageous position just due to eight years of, part-time work making this stuff in the background uh and i mean it's the same thing with getting people in the community together i'm in a, a very advantageous position because i've been doing this podcast for eight years where i reach out to the community and i bring them in and i talk to them and i've been doing that and so i'm very intertwined with the final fantasy 14 community and knowing different people and people who are familiar with me and having you know good conversations and uh they put trust in me that i'm not going to uh do them wrong (laughs) and so (laughs) they're happy to be a part of things that uh, I do and so it's a lot of just it's not it's not something that happens overnight there's a lot of work that has happened up to this point that allows me to try to do things that I'm doing
0: yeah. And that's one thing, you know, as somebody that's because I used to back, I always say in a previous content creation life, I did a lot of like college football stuff. And mm. that's how I got a platform, which is why my, my, my community is kind of all over the map, right? Like sports was, mm-hmm. was kind of a central thing. i was like, well, how about I throw this video game stuff in there too? Cause that's also a part of my personality. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I mean, just trying to do that as a hobby. And I wasn't even trying to do it full time. Uh, I, one thing I found personally was that, uh, uh, I because when you said like you like to do everything yourself, yeah, I threw myself into it. It's like, oh, let's do this podcast and that. When I got this idea, and that all of a sudden I'm like, man, I need to take a step back. And then after I took a, a quote unquote step back, I'm like, damn, I'm still doing three podcasts a week during the football season. What am I doing to myself? Uh hmm. And and that's where like I made a decision. It's like uh not that I I hated doing the football stuff. I'm like I. It's like, I'm going to go crazy. I need to just, like, Mm -hmm. pair it back, do the extra life stuff. Uh, That's been a decision I've been super happy with, even though, like, my platform and my streams are noticeably smaller and the podcast audience is smaller. But knowing, Mm -hmm. like, all that experience you could bring in, um for that i think i've been much happier so mm. you know uh for you know folks listening to this like you, no you don't have to do the full-time creation it is if it's a challenge it's hard i don't know if it's something even if i had the ability i could personally do mm. uh myself uh but uh you know it if you haven't checked out frosty you should definitely do that uh, on the the daytime streams because it is nice to have it if i don't have meetings and stuff at work it's a fun <laughs> thing to have on and yeah, yeah. it's just chill chit chit chat like i'm not uh-huh. even able to pay attention to the chat but i can hear like the community vibes and everything going on in the background while i'm working it's really cool mm-hmm. uh so yeah um well frosty I got to thank you for coming on. Yeah, Uh, it's been, you're an awesome part of the final fantasy community. I am thrilled that you're now getting to be a, a part of the extra life community. Now I, I threw a lot in. I'm gonna name drop you over at Extra Life United in the next next couple of weeks. It's like okay. like <laughs> it's like Frosty it's like y'all y'all see he throws fifty thousand dollars in a week. Y'all need to send him up here, man. Oh uh, no,
1: yeah. I actually, you know, they reached out and they, they invited me over to it. Just Good. At, at that at that point I was still working the position I was. I was like, right. oh, I don't think I can do this. Can't,
0: can't take another week off work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I mean like I am gonna have you know, Fan Fest is something I can't miss. Uh mm-hmm. and I I fortunately was was able to find tickets for that one uh Listen, so i'm, I'm lucky, lucky enough to, <laughs> yeah very <laughs> lucky in that that position and so uh that's something i have to do uh, but when you have and you probably know this as well when you have children there's only so much you could really go out of town for <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because after a certain point you know uh and i'm very strong into the belief that it's two people taking care of the children and not one person and another person out working and earning money breadwinning i don't i don't believe that It's, it's two people taking care of them and so uh part of my uh goal is not to add too much stress to my wife by just going out traveling doing a whole bunch of other stuff um and so i i am very particular about when i do stuff like that when i have to go out of town and so fan fest is one for sure uh and i wanted to do the extra life thing but it's just so soon like with everything else i'm like I'll 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 pass it up this time, but I'll probably come next time if I can. There you go. Awesome. Well, we definitely yeah. hope
0: to have you there. And, yeah, because, like, my, my job, uh, you know, when we had our first kid involved, now it was all in-state for the most part, so oh, yeah. Texas is huge, but I'd still be gone for a lot of it. It's <laughs> like, can we, are you fine with me doing this? Like, will we survive? And I was happy when all that got to stop now that I have two of them running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's a big thing. And, and thankfully, yeah. we're in a rhythm. It's like, yeah, we can go out for a little while. We'll do this. Yeah, and thankfully we got grandparents nearby, so we're, they're we're able true, to do that. Because it's not just the the two parents for sure. But man, when they say it takes a village to raise a child, they ain't kidding. Because otherwise, the parents go absolutely insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm both. My wife and I moved two thousand miles away from our family years ago, and so we we're we're out here on our own uh, with just a couple of friends, and so we feel it. <laughs> yeah it. it's it's pretty rough and you you um, will still find the community surrounding you though you you you'll you'll will yeah.
0: definitely figure something out for sure yeah uh well well frosty something i do with every guest before uh i have them sign off is we mm-hmm. play a little game called d20 questions so i mm-hmm. got a, a extra life diet that an extra life d20 uh that i will toss here and we will have three extra life themed questions to close out the show Are you ready for this sir I'm ready. All right, let's see what see what the dice has here. All right, we rolled a three. Ah, we we haven't had this. That's my luck. All right. (laughs) So that's that's the usual rolls there. (laughs) Makes sense. All right. So while extra lifers could pick any day to be their 24 hour game day marathon, the official game day still remains a mainstay in the community, and typically it's always November over daylight savings. So if you had the power to like change the official game day, like you're now kind of in charge of extra life, like throw all your Butterfinger and World Racing stuff. <laughs> what what would you what would you pick if you're like, hey, extra lifers, this is when we're going to come together is this day. What would you pick?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. And so there's a couple of different days I can think of. One would be April 1st, because I think that would be a little funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, did, oh, <laughs> yeah. Just to see what could, we could get away with on that, right? Uh, and so that would be one. Uh, but uh, another one uh, that is that is tough to think of. Uh, but maybe uh, sometime, hmm... It it depends on what, I was going to say sometime in the summer, but that's really, you know, the days where I don't go outside. Uh, I assume that people, depending on where they live, would want to go outside in the summer sometimes, but unfortunately where I'm at, that's not (laughs) something you care too much about. Uh, but I'm trying to think of uh, another day. I, don't, I think I'm just going to stick with April Fool's at the moment.
0: April Fool's would be absolutely yeah. hilarious. I'm just, yeah. like, moving away from football season so I can have a little <laughs> bit more time. I always wrecks things for me personally. All right, hmm. what's the next one? Oh, you went higher now. We, oh. we added 12. Okay, right. okay. And this is also the first time we've had this one here. All right, hmm. so we just talked about Extra Life United. It's an Extra Life yeah. United theme question. Um, okay. So we will compete in tabletop and video game tournaments very soon for uh prize money. We'll all compete for prize money, but it will be donated to our campaign. Mm. Uh so you're given the power to pick any game to participate in. So you're you're gonna say, Hey, this is the game we're gonna do and I wanna be a part of it. So what are you picking to give yourself the best chance of walking away with the top prize?
1: Oh no, I don't think I'm good at any games uh i i have i have a good handful of board games but i don't think i'm good at any of them uh i think the one that i was able to do the best in recently was the game of thrones one uh which was pretty rough because not everyone understands that it. it's a good one but it's oh, no, that's a, so
0: that's already advantage you know the rules and the strategy yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that would be one another one would be risk because most people would leave oh. and i could just kind of ha- i could just you know ride it out and i might be able to just win by uh <laughs> endurance yeah, my my
0: kid learned a very hard lesson about how to play risk because he really didn't understand some of the basic strategy. Oh. Mm-hmm all that trashy talk to came back to with the game of thrones though what what kind of board game is that i don't know if i've seen that is it i like don't know a- if
1: i could explain it you know it's it, you get you get up to like six eight people or something and you all get your little armies you could be each could be a house you know and you have different cards and you have different units that you gain and you muster to get more units in there and you try to get more land and spots okay. and take it over to like get the you know Iron Throne or whatever and I think you know I think there's a certain I can't remember what the winning conditions were uh, but I remember having to be a moderator for it multiple times uh, (laughs) because (laughs) no one would understand I would just have to be the person on the outside explaining what was going on but it was it's been so long with it but I remember it being a really good game that was everyone enjoyed doing it, but it took a while. Just the learning Most, curve. Uh, have you ever yeah. played Axes and Allies before? The uh, I don't Wesley know. I've, I've heard of it. I don't think I have played it. Uh, you
0: know, yeah, This all sounds like the elevated risk where there's like more complexity into it and it gets mm-hmm. a lot deeper. And you're like, wait, what can I do on my turn again? And what's allowed? What's not? That That's what it's reminding me of right now. I may have to look that.
1: That's I love Axes and it, Allies. It, it, that's when I have to look up. Yeah, you'll need some need some people to play with uh that have patience uh but it's 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 an enjoyable one. I mean, the other one that we played was Dead of Winter, which was pretty good. Uh and I think that uh what was uh Sushi Go would be the easy go to, right?
0: We are actually playing that yeah. Actual Life United this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never played it before, but I saw what the rules were like got this yeah it's <laughs> I can at least figure bad. out how to play i don't know if i'll be good at
1: it but i can play <laughs> it's all luck but... <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's luck fun. and very basic strategy <laughs> yeah 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 so those right. would probably be my topics yeah
0: okay so the final one oh, we got my lucky number here number nine oh, okay and, all right so we're finally scattering like the first few times i did this it all stayed like in like a couple numbers now we're 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 going across the board all right, so you're offered a million-dollar donation to your Extra Life campaign, but the mm-hmm. catch is that you have to face your worst fear. Oh. What is
1: it, and could you do it? Gosh, what is my worst fear? Oh, I don't know. You weren't expecting guess, the existential questions to kind of get Yeah. <laughs> uh, disappointment <laughs> oh. disappointing others i guess <laughs> <laughs> that would be my worst fear i don't know uh, so uh, so
0: you're gonna you're gonna get the world race stream together but you're like all right in the back of your mind for the million dollars i'm gonna have to botch this and like disappoint the community Botch
1: it, just be turn out to be an arrogant jerk the entire time just make everyone feel horrible to <laughs> make fun of everyone for no reason at all uh and you know would the community at the end I'd be like hey I did that for a million dollars would they come back I don't know I would probably cool. do a really good job being a jerk <laughs> so we would see <laughs> That would probably be the the worst thing is just uh massively disappointing uh you know others at this point uh that and water snakes water snakes are the worst oh god i can't yeah I you're swimming in, in a lake yeah and then you just like you can't see they're in the water and you're just like there could be a snake out there that will bite me and i'll it won't end well <laughs> <laughs> but look you've already moved
0: game day to april 1st so yeah. if, if you're trying to disappoint people it's like look not only did i get a million dollars but this is an elaborate april fool's joke everybody we good? We
1: good? <laughs> Off day, April Fool's joke. <laughs> Out of season, April Fool's joke, yeah.
0: Oh, man. All right. Well, Frosty, thank you so much. for you depart, mm-hmm. tell people where they can find you on social media, streaming, anywhere <laughs> that you
1: want to direct people. Uh, well, you can just type in Mog Talk for the most part in Google, and you'll probably find me in most of my places, to be honest. Uh, M-O-G-T-A-L-K. Uh, and uh, but for Twitch, it's Mog Talk, twitch.tv slash Mog Talk. Uh, I believe we have the handle MogTalk Talk for our YouTube channel as well. Uh, but uh, if you just Google MogTalk Talk YouTube, you should find it. Um, and then there is the uh Twitter, which is uh, f- twitter.com slash frosty TV stream. The channel used to be called Frosty underscore TV. Then I was like, well, MogTalk's Talk's what this channel is about. And I changed it to Mog Talk. Uh, but my Twitter handle is Frosty TV Stream. We do have a Mog Talk Twitter, of course, which is Mog Talk Tweets, if you wanted to check that out as well. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well,
0: Frosty, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, and and hopefully you don't you have a restful night uh your kid stays down because i know that you're you're at the age <laughs> right now where that's not guaranteed uh, and if it gives you any consolation i have two of them you said just' like you have no idea what's coming trust me even when you think you know after two you, you just got no idea it's just a constant you're just adapting the whole time it's 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 the yeah. ult- the uh, child, children ultimate is uh the, mm-hmm. the parenting ultimate every day yeah uh, so thank you so much Rossi, for yeah. coming on and mm-hmm. uh best of luck with the full-time streaming hope it works out i can't wait to tune in to the next world race whatever it's gonna look like
1: yeah it's gonna be fun i hope i uh, everyone enjoys it we'll see it's gonna be much shorter <laughs> but, i hope so <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a day or two but yeah no uh, I hope uh, it works out well. Thank you for having me on. This has been a blast. Uh, I, I do enjoy coming on. and uh, I don't want to say I enjoy talking about myself, but I enjoy talking about the things that I do. So thank you for allowing me to, oh, no, <laughs> to not a do problem. that. I'm happy to
0: spread the word to as many people as will listen to this as possible. Thank you again so much, Rossi, for coming on.